Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of This is the Upper Room. I am your host, Erica, and This is the Upper Room is really a space where we allow God to say what he needs to say and do what he needs to do. And so today's episode is a little bit different because I'm going to be sharing a prophetic message that the Lord delivered to me with all of you. And so really what that means is this is something that a word that the Lord has given to me that he has placed on my heart. And God said that this is important for me to share with all of you. And this is information that you all really need to hear today. So especially with everything that is going on in our current political environment, um, across the world and um, in our nation. So we're gonna pray and then we're gonna get started. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you Lord for allowing us this time together today. God, we pray. Lord, that your Holy Spirit would come in here, that your Holy Spirit would dwell here, would settle here, God, and that you would do what needs to be done and say what needs to be said. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray and I ask that our hearts be open, our ears be in tune to your voice, and our spirits be yielded to whatever it is that you want to say to us today, God. Father, I have what I have prepared, God, what I feel like you want me to share. But if at any point, God, you want to change things, you want to shake things up, God, have your way. Holy Spirit, this is your place. This is your platform, God. And this is the time where we're allowing you to do whatever needs to be done, God. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask all these things in your precious son's name. In Jesus' name, amen. So today, like I said, I'm going to be sharing a prophetic word that the Lord gave me, and I really believe that he wants me to share with all of you as well. So it was a dream that I had last Saturday. Um, I woke up around 2 a.m., and I remembered the dream so vividly, and in the dream, God gave me a word, and so I'm going to share that word with you today, and so the dream really begins, and when we're in the dream, when I am in the dream, it begins, and I am standing in the center of a production control room, and so this is really important, and as I researched it, God began to show me just how important it was, but a production control room is designed as the heart of any television or production studio. It is the area in which production is controlled and operations are directed. And in this room, there are screens everywhere and program and technical staff are watching previews of what is going to happen and are watching the vision as it is unfolding on the screens. And so in this room, in this production center that we're standing in, there is tons of natural light streaming in. And there are men and women of all races, ages, backgrounds. Um, Everyone in the room looks different. But the one thing that they have in common is that they're viewing a preview monitor as it's called. And again, in my research, I found that a preview monitor is really a picture monitor used for inspecting a picture source before it is switched to transmission 
or before it goes live. And so the people in this room, in the stream that are watching the monitors are receiving a glimpse or a preview of what is going to happen before it actually happens. And so, like I said, there are people of all different races and backgrounds. Um, everybody looks so, so different. But one thing that it's important to know is that each person, although they look completely different, they're seeing something different on their monitor, they're all wearing the exact same shirt. It's a bright blue shirt. And in the dream, it comes across very clearly to me that that means they're all on the same team. They're all on the same team and they're wearing a blue shirt. And in the Bible, the color blue represents revelation. And so I really want you to remember that. And as I'm watching the scene unfold in my dream, God begins to explain to me what it is that I'm seeing. He begins to explain it all out in a way that is very clear. And in the dream, I heard God as clear as day. And he says, the people that you are seeing are my prophets. Although they look different, they have different communication styles. What they're seeing on their screen is different. I am showing them a preview of what is to come. I am showing them what needs to be done. And I am showing them a message that needs to be understood to withstand the days ahead. And he tells me very clearly in the dream, my prophets that you are seeing are hearing my voice clearly and they are clearly and boldly reporting the messages that has been assigned to them. So I really want you to get that. He says, the people that you are seeing are my prophets. They look different, they sound different and they might be saying something different but that is because they are hearing from me and they are reporting the message that has been assigned to them. So what God wants me to tell you today is that it is time to pay attention. It is time to open your ears and hear the word of the Lord. He said, stop dismissing or discounting what you are hearing based on the person that is saying it. So stop discounting or dismissing what you're hearing based on their political affiliation, their race, their gender, or any of these superficial things, because man looks at the outer appearance, but I am the one who examines the heart. I am the one who is giving them the message that they are sharing. And he said, the days ahead are going to be critical to rebuilding my kingdom and taking back territory from the enemy. He said, tell them gone are the days where they can dismiss or discount something just because they do not like the person that is talking to them. He said, gone are those days. You cannot afford to dismiss what my prophets are telling you just because you don't like them or just because you don't like the way that they are communicating. If you go back to the word and you read any of the books of the prophets, if you go back in the word and you read Amos, they did not like Amos. They did not like what Amos had to say in comparison to the Pharisees or the religious leaders of those days. Amos was a nobody. He was just a farmer. He was a sheep farmer and he grew figs. He was not anyone that they would anticipate of the a word of the Lord coming through. But God used him very specifically and he gave Amos a very clear and direct message to tell to the people of Israel. 
So just like then, God is saying, pay attention to my words, pay attention to what I am saying to you, and do not discount it just because the messenger does not look how you think they should look. So at any time, if you receive a message from the Lord, you hear a prophetic message, take it to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to tell you if that is a message that you should apply or you should let go of. But do not, please hear me, do not discount the message because of the person that is saying it. Because God is not a respecter of persons, and he can, and he has, and he does use anybody that he wants to get his message across. So in the days ahead, you really are going to need spiritual vision. You're going to need to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up, to give you wisdom, and to give you discernment so that you can see beyond the surface and see into the spiritual realm and see what God is doing so that you can stay ahead of everything that is to come. And in the second part of the dream, we're still in the production center. We're still in the production control room. And whereas before, we're looking at a wide shot of the room. In this part of the dream, everything is very zoomed in. And it's zoomed in on the microphone. And it's specifically on the part of the microphone that you connect you would connect to an amplifier or a computer um, that actually allows you to produce the sound. And in this part of the dream, God shows me two microphones. And one microphone, it is covered in blisters and boils. And it's clear when you look at the microphone that something is very wrong. And when the microphone turns on, the blisters on the microphone begin to burst. And um, pus actually begins to come out of the microphone and out of these blisters. And that's important because pus is a sign of an infection and it's a sign that something is wrong internally. And so then God begins to show me another microphone. And this microphone is pristine, it is clear, and it is free of any blemishes. And when the second microphone turns on, it begins to produce clear and pure water. If you close your eyes and just imagine the clearest water imaginable, that is what is coming out of the second microphone. And as God shows me that, he begins to tell me that this clear water, that is the living water. And in this microphone is only what is clear and only what is pure. There is nothing clouded and nothing hidden. And he says, Jesus is the living water. And in John 4 and 14, it says, well, whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water willing up to eternal life. And that's John 4, 14 in the English Standard Version. And God explains to me that in the days ahead, we will have to be we will have to be able to distinguish between false prophecy or a lie and the true living word of God. And he says, we will, be, we will need to be able to distinguish between the two. And according to the prophet's dictionary, false prophecy is defined as predictions and revelations not contained in God's eternal plan for man and the earth. They are prophetic words spoken that the Lord did not send into the earth nor inspire the person to speak. 
In contrast, revelation is defined as truth uncovered and demonstrated or made obvious or clear. It is the disclosed word of God. And so God is saying, in the days ahead, you are going to need to seek the presence of the one true God. You are going to need to know how to hear his voice and hear his words. In order to do that, you need to read your Bible. You need to dwell in the presence of Jesus, the one who is and produces the living water. This is where you will find wisdom, where you will find knowledge, where you will find understanding, and you will find true revelation. John 10 and 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So when you are tuned into the voice of God, no matter what situations look like around you, no matter what is happening in the world, no matter what stories of negativity and fear you hear, you will be able to have peace and strength. In the days ahead, there is going to be more stories of pain. There's going to be more stories of sickness, war, famine, whatever the case is. But if you remain tied to God and drink from the living water that he provides, you will not be shaken and you will not be swayed. You can boldly and confidently walk into the days ahead, knowing that you are protected by the Alpha and the Omega, the God that has all things in his hand. But the only way you can do that, the only way you can have that confidence and that assurance is if you are in his presence, if you are being obedient, if you have a soul and a spirit that is yielded to whatever it is the Holy Spirit wants to do through you, that is the only way that you will have peace and you will have wisdom to face the days ahead. And in contrast, when you are not tapped into the source and when you are not grounded in the word of God, you are like the people who are described in Jeremiah 2 and 13. This says, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and have hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And so if you don't know, a cistern is something that's designed to hold water. It's designed to be filled up with water and people can go back and continuously pull from that cistern wherever they need, whenever they need water. But this is saying, if you were like the people here, the evil people here who have forsaken Jesus and have left and turned away from the source of living water that he's provided, you are like a broken cistern. Everything that you need is being let out through those cracks and through those holes. Whatever peace you had is being drained and pulled away by the stories you see in the news. Whatever knowledge and wisdom you, you have that the Holy Spirit has given you is being drawn and pulled away by the first word in the news that contradicts that wisdom and that knowledge. Anything that God gives you, anything that the Holy Spirit tries to deposit in you is flowing right back out because you're not connected to the source. You're not connected to the source and the fountain of true living water. And God really wanted me to tell you, he said, now is the time to take control of your spiritual growth and to know God and the word of God for yourself. You can no longer rely on the relationship that your mother has with the Lord. You can no longer just rely on the words that your pastor is telling you. You have to get into the word in the presence of God 
for yourself. And that is the only way that you will be able to do what needs to be done and to withstand the trials and the tests and the tribulations that are on the way ahead. God is saying, he told me to tell you, do not turn away from the living water. Do not lean on your own understanding. For when you truly rely on me and allow me to lead you and guide you, you will have complete and total peace regardless of what is happening in the world. And so I just want to give you guys a personal example of that. Um, so in 2020, when we first began to hear everything about COVID-19 and there was just fear and misinformation and contradictions everywhere you looked around the world, everything was going crazy. We were on lockdown and nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew what was going on and everyone was living in constant fear and paranoia. And so instead of allowing myself to buy into that fear, I made a very conscious decision, one that was so crucial to me. I said, instead of buying into fear, I am going to go to God in prayer. And I asked the Holy Spirit very specifically, I said, God, show me what I need to know, reveal to me what is important and how I am to move forward. I did that. And then in March, 2022, God told me clear as day. He said, do not fear. Do not be afraid. You are my child. I have you in the palm of my hand. And as a result, your family will not be impacted by the sickness, nor will you have to struggle financially. And glory to God, because his word never returns void. Not one person in my family was sick from COVID-19. Not one person in my family was sick. They, were, they didn't get sick in 2020. And thank God it is 2022 and nobody in my family has ever gotten sick from COVID. But in addition, in addition, we didn't just survive during the lockdown and the pandemic. We thrived during that. And that is how it should be for every child of God. No matter what is going on in the world, you should thrive because you know who has you protected and where your resources come from. So in 2022, in 2020, when everything was going on, I got a new job with a pay increase, hallelujah. I brought a home and no one in my family, no one that was in my family or connected to me lost their job or had to deal with um, pay cuts. And I'm not saying this to brag, but to remind you that as a child of God, you have all wisdom and all understanding and all knowledge because of who your father is. So you need to begin to act like you know who your father is. Your father is Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. So that even when the world is going on, even when people are dealing with inflation and layoffs and job cuts, you should not be afraid. You should not be anxious. You should not be wondering how you will pay your bills because the Lord provides. And I'm not saying to be unrealistic, but you are covered by and serve the God who does miracles. That is the God you serve. And if you know that is the God you serve, that even when your circumstances are saying opposite, you should have peace. And you should have joy knowing that even though you don't see it, God is beginning ready to make a way where there is no way. 
That is the God you serve. And so that is your, how your outlook should always be. And when there's so many things, when um, so many contradictions in the news and out in the world and political events, and they're talking about World War III and all these things, you should not be afraid. You should not be afraid because the Lord says, greater is he who is in me than who is in the world. And Jesus said, have peace because I have already overcome the things of this world. So when people out in the world are stressed and struggling and fighting and bickering and just scrambling, trying to figure out what to do, you should have peace. Because you should have already gone to God and said, God, I know what the world is saying, but what do you say? The word says that you give wisdom to those, give wisdom freely to those who ask. So I am coming to you for wisdom, God, because I need to know what to do and how to move forward. I need to know what choices I should make now that will benefit me in the future. So that is the mindset that you should have. That is the way you should be looking at things. That is the peace that you should have, knowing that God has everything already in the palm of his hand. So as things continue to happen in the world, you should go to God and allow him to dictate your plans. And if you get nothing else from this today, if you get nothing else from this, in the days ahead, you need to be asking the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. Ask the Holy Spirit for discernment so that you are able to determine a lie from the truth. You are able to determine spiritual wisdom from worldly wisdom. And you are able to have peace in the midst of the chaos. As a child of God, you should not be afraid or concerned by or overwhelmed by what you are seeing in the world because only the will of God and the, world of, the word of God will prevail. Everything that you are seeing now, every question that you have is answered by the word of God. The word of God is living. It is alive. And if you go to God earnestly, earnestly seeking him in prayer and through fasting and through spending time in the word of God, you will be able to know how you should move in the days ahead. You should be able to have peace because it says in the word, at the end of the day, all of these false prophets, all of the lies that have been spoken over you and spoken into this world, all of the attacks and the strategies that the devil has set up for you and for your family and for ch the children of God, they're all going to fall like a house of cards. It is all going to come crumbling down. And God has already told me, he said, there is a shifting happening. And if you can't see it, you need to spend more time in your word and more time in prayer. There is a shifting happening. There is a changing of the guards. So that means what God showed me, that means is everybody who is in power now, every evil person who is in power now, in all the seven spheres of influence, God is in the process and has already begun to remove them, to change those people out and to put in his people. Now is a time where you need to know more than ever what God has in store for you.
You need to know what your purpose is in the kingdom of God. And you need to know without a shadow of a doubt that you have already been prepared for this. Because God has placed you here for such a time as this. And so if you are spending time in your word, if you are spending time in prayer, if you are spending time in fasting and learning to discern the voice and the will of God, you should not be afraid of what is going on. In fact, you should be like me and like other people that I've seen. You should be like, God, put me in, coach. Put me in because I am ready for whatever this world is going to throw at me. I am ready to take back kingdom territory. I am ready to dismantle every evil, every evil setup and stronghold that the enemy has put in place. Okay. I am not afraid because I know who my God is. He is a miracle working God. He is a chain breaking God and he has already defeated the enemy. So I am not afraid. I am not afraid of what is going on in this world because I know who's got me. I know who I belong to, and that is the stance that you should be taking. If you have built your life on the truth, if you have used this time, and if you are using this time to saturate yourself in the word and presence of God, you should not be afraid. You should know that everything will work to, for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So if you build your life on that, on that truth, and you are filled with the knowledge of God, then you will be okay. You will be okay. You will be okay. There is nothing in these coming days that you will not be able to withstand. So that is really what God wanted me to tell you today. And if you are listening to this, if you are listening to this and you have not been doing the things that I've described, if you haven't necessarily been spending time in your word, if you've been praying, but it's a little sporadic, or you haven't really fasted continuously, that is okay. There is never a time like the present to start doing these things. Start praying earnestly, because the word says the earnest prayers of the righteous make much power available. Where it says, Prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. So begin to pray. Begin to ask the Holy Spirit to show you where your blind spots are. Begin to ask the Holy Spirit what areas you need to begin working in and then begin to make those changes. It is never too late, but you have to start now. Gone are the days where you can rely on somebody else to do the work for you that you should be doing for yourself. Gone are the days where you can relax in your salvation. Because as children of God, salvation is our gift. If you have received the Holy Spirit and Jesus has become your Lord and Savior, salvation is yours. And that's good. Nobody and nothing can take that away from you. But that is just the surface. That is just the surface. And so it, God is saying it's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper and get stronger in the things of the spirit. And so there is no better time like the present than to begin to do that. And maybe you're listening to this and you don't know who God is. Maybe you just stumbled upon this and just were curious to see what I had to say. 
And that's okay because that means God brought you here specifically for a purpose. And if you were here and you were listening to this and you have never accepted God as your Lord and Savior, then I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you love me unconditionally, God, and you love me so much that you sent your son Jesus to die a sinner's death that I would be free from the bondage of sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you humbly, God, and I offer my heart, my mind, my soul, and my life to you today. Father, I pray and I ask you to move inside of me, to fill me with your Holy Spirit and to begin to speak your words of wisdom over me, God, that I may be prepared to stand tall in the days ahead. Lord, I take a step back, Lord, that you may increase. And I ask you to do whatever it is that you want to do, God. I yield all of myself completely and finally to whatever it is that you do, giving myself over to the complete and perfect will of God. And I pray that from this day forward, I will never be the same in Jesus' name. And if you prayed that prayer today and you really meant it with your heart, I know that God is meeting you right now where you are at. And I know that you have made the best choice that you will ever make in your life. God is calling each of his children out of the darkness and into the light. And I know that he is beginning to shake some things up in your life. He is going to strengthen you to withstand the days ahead. And you are not only going to survive, you are going to thrive in Jesus' name. So I love you with the love of the Lord. And I pray that this message encouraged you. I pray that you got something out of it. And if you have to go back and really listen to this message again and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you as you do so. And I know that he will deliver a message that is on time and specific to your situation. So I love you guys and I will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, y'all. That is it for today. And I pray that you got something out of this. If you are listening to this and don't know the Lord or haven't accepted Jesus into your life and your heart, but you want to, I'm going to pray with you. Say this prayer with me wherever you are. And I know that God is going to answer you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and your compassion towards me. Thank you for sending your only son to die for my sins that I might be saved. I know that I am a sinner and I know that Jesus is the only way to salvation. So Father, today I invite you into my heart and I give my life over to you. Take over as my Father and as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me today, I am so happy for you. And I know that accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior will be the best decision that you have ever made. Make sure to go and follow me on social media at Erica S. Barr to get connected to our awesome community. And while you're there, shoot me a DM and let me know how I can be praying or celebrating you during the week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. I love you with the love of the Lord, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.